Well, hello. Um, I apologize if it's been a little bit of time uh, since I uploaded uh, the latest podcast. Uh, been some issues with the internet everywhere, basically. Even on my cell phone, amazingly enough. But there's some pressing issues I'd really like to go into today. Um, one of them is the issue with the shootings, or as they're terming it on the news, mass quote-unquote shootings. Just recently, another um, group of innocent people were shot and killed uh, in Texas. My condolences to the families and the friends. It seems to be an ongoing issue every every single day. I think I saw in the uh, newsprint something to the effect about 174 masked. And don't 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 quote me on that, but about 174 mass shootings, and mass, of course, entails more than one individual. Uh, shootings in the U.S. since January, and this is only April. In each of these shootings, of course, more than one person has been murdered, killed, shot. I think it's averaging, it seems, five and up while they're shopping in their home, in their schools, virtually everywhere you can imagine. Now, I know there's a lot of political parties out there that say originally, and I actually had this conversation with one of my family members, or uh, how should I say, one of my neighbors, some of my friends, they all say the same thing that they buy guns to protect themselves so they can feel safe against the government. <laughs> Actually, that's ironic. I don't know what the figures are, but I'm pretty sure the number one, how should I say, cause of fatalities in the black race would be, quote-unquote, the government. False incarcerations, feigned charges that didn't exist, uh, shooting them while they're walking, while they're driving, while they're sleeping. You, you know the story. We, we've gone over this before. Mm. I think it's more deadly, the government, to, of course, the black race, than any, quote-unquote, gang issues. It used to be that they would justify killing black people because we were supposed to be killing ourselves. Now, I'm from Los Angeles. Uh, not too far from Compton. Um, the police were involved with the gang activities just as much as the individuals. And there's, I understand, I don't know how many different types of gangs where people are killing each other. Young men, young women, killing, killing, killing. But that's besides the point. The reason that everybody was supposed to be armed, according to the political fields that support 
America, quote-unquote, being armed, was to protect themselves against intruders, home invaders, you know, people that are trying to rob them, so on and so forth. But none of these scenarios involved any of that. Not even a glimpse of that. This last case, I think, you know, and they all make my stomach sick. This last one is just as bad as the one before and the one before that and the one before that. You know, innocent people having a conversation, ending up dead. Children going to school, you know, sitting at their desk, ending up dead. I mean, it just goes on and on and on, and there is no justification for it. I know the politicians get, how should I say, I don't want to say paid, but there are lobbyists that support all these laws. And so, how should I put it, they encourage them to pass these laws, and I'm trying to say this in a very delicate way, so that people are able to acquire these weapons. Not our police, not our militia, just your average citizen. Now, I know that they are requiring that you do background checks and all that, but that doesn't really tell you anything. You know, I mean, basically anything you see on paper, 99% of the time is a lie. <laughs> Especially if the government's had anything to do with it. So their paperwork, I'm sorry, there goes my speech impediment again, their paperwork may show that they have no criminal activity, no prior arrest, so on and so forth. But if that's all you're going on, if that's all you have to go with, How's that working out for you? See, the problem is you can't get inside another person's head. We make assumptions, we assume, we judge, we try to estimate as far as our losses, if we're wrong, so on and so forth, but it doesn't change the fact that we actually do not know what's going, going on inside of someone's head how they're feeling, what they're thinking. We have been trained for so long. It reminds me of that movie Liar, Liar, you know, where he was forced to tell the truth, and it didn't work out well for him. But we have been trained all of our life to lie. Don't say, don't say that, that's so nice. Don't express that, that's something you don't say out loud. If you feel it, keep it to yourself. If you think it, don't let anybody know. And whatever you do, don't tell the truth. And this is how we've been trained since we were, what, four or five years old? So what happens at someone that doesn't have those barriers any longer? Or they break through those walls of conditioning and decide they want to be themselves, actually. Express what they feel. Act it out. Do what they want. No holds barred. And you put a gun in their hand. And you're wondering why we have so many shootings? Well, see, like everything, it can be resolved. Take away the guns, take away the murders. The gang violence, 
blacks on blacks killing each other is nothing compared to what's going on, and it never has been. 90% of deaths of the black population, I should say, is attributed to our government, the police, the judicial system, so on and so forth. No holds barred. So this case, and it was in Texas, of these poor innocent people who unfortunately had the misfortune of interacting with someone who had no barriers any longer, are no longer alive. And I feel sad. It breaks my heart. I used to have a saying uh, in the professional world. It's really quite simple. You go into a company, you go into business, you go into a store. If the employees are nice, well-mannered, working hard, they're a reflection of their manager, their supervisor, their leader. You go in the hospital, it's the same thing. The nurses, the doctors are a reflection of whoever hired them. Their personalities, their behavior, their responsible attitudes, or not, whatever the situation may be. Leadership in itself has a responsibility. So it's fine to delegate in the trickle-down method, you know, different layers of, of those that work underneath you, those that follow your rules, those that obey your orders, so on and so forth. But what does that say for a country? A country can't be any better than its leader. So let me let me let me put it out there in case you're not following my drift. Without the leadership, the proper leadership that is willing to stand up and say, basically, we've had enough, take the guns out the streets, take the guns out of the homes, take the guns out of the glove compartments between the seats and the trunk, underneath the bed and the attic, in your storage chest, in your storage container, wherever you have them, on your boats, on your airplanes, wherever you're carrying your quote-unquote, armament, to protect who? Get rid of it. I mean, if you can make it illegal for a woman to make a decision about her own body, mind you, her own body, her personal body, her uterus, inside of her body, try to delegate her relationships with who she sleeps with and who she doesn't? Come on. Why are you having a problem taking an inanimate material item out of the hands of your public? It's not personal. It doesn't have feelings. It's not alive. Remove it. And your problem's gone. It's really, really that simple. Maybe that will cut those numbers from over 174 in four months down to like four. Maybe nothing. Who knows? No weapon. 
nothing to shoot anyone with. They're not using the weapons to protect themselves. They're not using them to make their selves feel safe. All they're doing is making everyone else unsafe. Bottom line, it is time for our leaders who have the power to do all these horrible things. Take your children, take your name, you know, listen to lies, the change your life, destroy your... All these things our government can do to hurt us. When it's time for it to step up and actually do something to help its people, it is nowhere to be found. Nowhere. We've been trained to hold in our feelings all our life. All of our life. Without those restrictions, every single living human being becomes dangerous. And it doesn't matter what their paperwork says. Okay? It means nothing. In fact, it's probably just the opposite. How many people do you think walking around in the 8 billion people in this world have done horrible things that nobody knows about, where it's not written down, it's not documented, it's not on paper, it hasn't been prosecuted? And I'm not talking about our political leaders right now. <laughs> that's, that's funny. We're only as good as the leadership. We can only do what those in charge allow us to do. So if you have a wacky doodle leader, of course the people are going to act a wacky doodle right behind them, right? I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, you don't have to be a genius to figure that out. I, I'm tired of it. I literally every single day, it seems. And I wasn't even looking for it. In fact, I looked into... Uh, I was looking at one of those uh, social medias. I think it was one with a bird on it. And all they do is have bad news. And I'm like, what? Again? Every day? Single day? A shooting? People dead? Children? Women? Families? I mean, when is it going to stop? And, you know, speaking of that, real quick, just for FYI, I've heard something of a rumor that a, another particular social media platform, uh, something to do with time, quote-unquote, is supposed to be, they're trying to ban it, and I can't understand why, if anything needs to be banned. Wow. I would go with the bird. Because it is like a hatred, pouring, filth-spewing, detriment to our society. It's like all your people that are supposed to be under control, so on and so forth, and civilized, go on there to instigate, aggravate, insinuate, you name it, just to get people all riled up with racial hatred. And by the way, that is not what this podcast is about. I'm not trying to spurn any type of hatred. 
This podcast is about me, selfish little old me, and what has been done to me, and what America has done to me and my family, being a black person in America. That's what it's about. I'm not encouraging anybody to, to jump on board in my boat because it already sank. Or understand what I feel because they killed all their feelings. This has nothing to do with spewing any hatred. It's just a matter of expressing a few simple facts. My facts. My opinion. My life. My being black in America. And if you agree with me, that's great. And if you don't, you know, there's the door. The door is always there for everybody, no matter where you are. You always have a choice. Take the guns out of the homes. Take them out of the cars. Take them away period. Forget about your lobbyists and your political kickbacks. Forget about whoever is lining your bed with gold. And for once, think about someone besides yourself. Think about the little kids that are dying. They never had a chance. And it's your fault. Yes. You remember back in the back in the day, there was this one person who wasn't even around, and this also reminds me of one of our political figures. He wasn't even there, but apparently they were his quote-unquote followers, and they did a heinous crime. This is a long time ago. They cut a baby out of a woman's stomach. It was the most horrific, insane thing I, I at that time that I had heard. That was before the Dahmer guy and all these other things. But anyway, long story short... He spent his life in prison. He wasn't there. They were following his orders, apparently. That's what they di they discerned. That's what they said. I, I don't know. Once I had heard what he'd done, I was I was done with it. I, I couldn't. I mean, there's so much horror and sickness I can tolerate. But anyway, long story short, he was put in prison, spent the rest of his life in prison, and I'm wondering why. If you don't need to be present... If people are following your directions or your orders or your, you know, your cult, that means you're responsible for everything they do, correct? We have some political figures that are walking around that were responsible for what happened in our own country, in the capital. And they're walking around. They're not in prison. All the other political figures that have allowed these people, these children, men, whatever age they are, to run around shooting people with guns that they shouldn't have, they're responsible. It's their fault. Those people that are dead every day, those 174 plus mass murderers, that's their fault. You wanted to take responsibility for what was going on inside, and I am a black woman, female, and you wanted to tell me what I could do inside my body, and yet you can't control the environment around it. Why is that? This is the question you need to ask your politicians. And being a black woman in this country, I want to leave you with this. Why are they so worried about us having more children? Well, because false incarcerations due to lies or so on and so forth makes jobs, right? We make money. We're not picking cotton anymore, but we're still making the money, right? 
they get paid per head in prison or jail. They get paid to supervise them. They get paid to have police walking around with badges and cars. There's jobs. It's like, you know, part of a cycle. Our lives don't mean anything. We're just a dollar figure, as we have always been. We're a money-making machine. We're still an auction block. They're still taking our children, taking their names. They're still keeping us enslaved. Only this time it's in cages, and they're still paying for it. And who's responsible for all these things still? It all goes back to leadership, the person in charge. Who was in charge? Anyway, I look forward to speaking to you soon. And on a final note, I want to say, despite everything in this world, there isn't any other race I would rather be than exactly the one I am. I look forward to talking to you.